to Retail Groceries. I am your host, also host of the Lunch Hour Podcast, Lunch Money Lenny. Some people may know me as Derek, um, whatever you want to go me by. So this is a brand new podcast where I'll be telling stories of working groceries, retail groceries, many different settings, many different cultures, I would say different competitors, whether it be Save-A-Lot, Farm Fresh, Food Line, Harris Teeter, Wegmans, uh, I'm not going to name drop each store in the stories, but I've been doing this for a while and I feel like it's time for, I don't know, somebody to speak for those who work in the grocery store, so this podcast is dedicated to that, hope you like it. Share it, subscribe with your friends. I don't mean the most. And as always, keep your head up out there. It's a crazy world. Tell me how you want it, where you want it, when you want it. Uh, tell me how you want it, where you want it, come on, come on. Tell me how you want it, where you want it, when you want it. Uh, tell me how you want it, where you want it, come on, come on. Tell me how you want it, where you want it, when you want it. Tell me how you want it, where you want it, when you want it. Tell me how you want it, where you want it, when you want it. produce but in my department um customers customer service and the you know, the customer is always right philosophy um what do I mean by this well one day um you know I'm stocking Apples for this ticket argument, but I was actually on the wet wall and I was stocking a rhubarb. And a customer comes to me, um, older white lady, I would say, like, she like she was like 50, but I guess she went through some hard times in high school and she like she's about like 85, but besides the point, um. So I'm not trumping the ends of rhubarb because, you know, those who work wet walls and produce, you know, like, your finesse of your wet wall is all about the finesse and the presentation. But either way, she asked me, she's like, how much the rhubarb costs? And, like, me, I'm not the, I'm not the, like, customer service person. I'm not the person you want to, like, ask questions to because I'm, like... I'm going to get you out my face <laughs> quickly as possible. But I legit wanted to like point at the sign and be like, do you not see this sign? But I said politely as possible. Kind of like in the voice I'm talking to with you guys right now with 199. Is that per pound or is that per each one? Because I'm not paying 199 per each one. <sighs> per pound. So I get out the way she can proceed to bag up her rhubarb who wants the next thing and yet customers feel like they want to 
tell you their life story and legit want to talk to you about some random thing they did growing up. In this example, she wants to tell me, have you ever ate rhubarb? Um, me? No, personally, no. Oh, well, my grandma used to grow it all the time in the backyard. I'm just like, okay. And she's like, it tastes kind of tart. Okay. Yeah, you ever ate it raw before? Now pause for a second. Uh, clearly, I mean, I don't, I don't eat rhubarb, so I don't know if you can't eat it raw or not. I just know from, like, my culinary background and what the box clearly says, you're not supposed to consume rhubarb raw. Now continue. She basically says, I used to eat it all the time when I was a kid. And I'm like, in my head, raw? I'm like, okay. But yeah, it's really good. And just chop it up and we eat some lemon, eat a salad. I just knew from there on she couldn't she couldn't cook per se because um you're putting an acidic vegetable with more acid. So you're just a, a tart ass personality. But anyways. Um this is one example of like what customers doing the most. But those who work retail and grocery, you know customers do the well you do the most anyway. Like they will hunt you down to Sir, do you work here? No, clearly I just wear this costume as a decoration. Like clearly I don't work here. I just chose to walk out of bed today with khakis and these ugly ass new balances or I just woke up today clearly just to throw on this polo shirt with a logo of insignia of the exact same grocery store you're shopping in. Um and these jeans. I just woke up today and wanted to be that for today. I don't work here. Why the customers like ask questions like that? Like clearly I work here. But anyways. Um so yeah, customer service isn't really my like thing. Of course, you know, when you go into a job interview, you all, like, lie and say, I'm a people person and da-da-da. Yeah, I'm, I try to avoid people all the times. I'll literally point another direction and say that direction or that way or, like, where I'm right now, I just literally say 6A because, like, the only thing I can remember is, like, everything is, like, in the middle and it's the furthest away from fucking produce and it's the furthest away from me having to see your face. So, it's that direction. 6A, yeah. Um, miss that. I don't understand customers who, like, pay with EBT. Story about that one. So, another store I'm working at, um, it's called Lidl. For those who know what Lidl is, German company, came overseas, from overseas, they don't know anything about the American market because in Germany, they don't have like a electronic benefit transfer program. That's what EBT means for those who didn't know. They just literally shop day by day. So when they came from overseas to here, they pretty much didn't 
consider the fact that, you know, we have that program here. So from the very first of the month all the way till the ninth, stores are getting swamped. This is before Wagman's opened up. Um, Lilo and Ollie kind of like go hand in hand. Which I understand some customers say, I like Aldi better than Lino. I like Lino. They're the same exact thing. They're owned by the same exact company, Schwartz Group. But customers know more than me. You know, I work there, but beside the point. Um, So, EBT customers. Uh, So, you got self checkout lines, and clearly it says cash, not accepted, debit or credit, or mobile payment at this time. I guess it didn't say EBT cards can be swiped. It didn't say that, but, you know, common knowledge is something that everybody has, per se. So, customer had at least three carts full of fucking shit. Like, I'm talking one cart of, like, just noodles and, like, macaroni and cheese and carabioli. Another cart, we had, like, chicken wings on sale, I believe, and there was no limit on them, so she had, like, 20 fucking packed chicken, chicken nuggets, the chicken wings, or whatever the fuck it was, and then a whole bunch of, like, cereals, you know, shit that people get on EBT, and she had to go through the self-checkout line. And self-checkout, at this time, there was no person manning the self-checkout. You register five, at Lilo, you're in charge of self-checkout. So, needless to say, she's scanning through everything, and... Let me backtrack a little bit. So, Lidl's concept is lean concept. Lean concept meaning there should only be, like, four people in the store per shift because everyone's trained everywhere. Literally, you can be a baker, schedule for the day, and you end up working freshness, which is, like, produce, uh, dairy, and meat. All that's considered one thing called freshness. End up with a register end up getting carts and you end up cleaning your own messes <laughs> it's a clusterfuck of shit um to talk about other episodes but so literally you, your shift will consist of a manager or asm or supervisor um the baker a cashier person or maybe two cashiers or like, if you were there when I was there, we had literally supervisor, supervisor, depending on the time of night, probably two, probably two soups, um, a baker, which is only me, who can also do freshness, so that alleviated somebody else from doing something else, and one cashier. Needless to say, always was on till. So, this one particular day, she has three carts full of shit for EBT, and legit she had an attitude because one we found that her car was not even active so i'm already irritated because i gotta put all this like you're on the line it's only one to meet up here it's busy there's like nobody else in the store i can call because you know you have one person on the floor at all times and if the other buyer's already up here ringing up you gotta deal with the lines so I'm going fast as I can, you know, scan speeds like a 31, killing it. She has added to hold my whole line up in the process because her 
her car is not working. She calls her husband in here, doing the most, cussing on the phone, yelling and screaming. Meanwhile, their kid is rolling on the floor. I mean, literally face down, nose to the floor, rolling on the floor in a circle. Yeah, don't know why that was the case, but it's adds with me because there's something wrong with your machine. You can't tell me how much I have on my card. No, ma'am, I cannot tell you how much on your card. Well, this is an effing BS. Who's your manager? I will get your manager. Or I would normally say that I am the manager, but that's beside the point. Um. So why did you guys have an EBT? Why did you get your kids talking about EBT balance? Blah, blah, blah. Manager explains, you know, leave the policy about, you know, privacy and confidentiality and basically the running around. Needless to say, the customer got agitated, walked out the store, and was pissed. My first reaction was, who's putting up this damn reshop? Because I have a line full of people and we have three carts full of reshop. Customer came back in the next morning, legit. Um, speech to a manager or somebody on corporate and told us to bring all the food in free because the car wasn't activated. So now the car was activated, so the store really was lost all that money because of the situation because she pretty much bitched and complained to corporate and corporates when the customer happy, which goes back to the customer's always right. It's a bunch of bullshit. Customers didn't know more than you. You work there. Customer had another to tell me the other day. Oh, well, just so you know, she asked me where something was at. And I'm like, it's over there in this direction next to this section over here. She goes, it might have been over there. It might have got fucking moved. I don't know. But she came back and had the nerve to tell me, oh, by the way, I found what I was looking for. And it's over here on this table. Just in case somebody's asked you. Then if you know so fucking much, how about you work here? Or say you're pulling out a pallet to the floor and you leave a pallet in the middle of the aisle... It's not in the way of something, clearly, but a customer tries to move your pallet around the way. Like, you jack your pallet up, move it out the way to get to their little one item that they're pulling from the back of the shelf from. Anyway, because they think it's freshly rotated. If you're at Lidl, I can guarantee you the shit from the back is not the fresh product. Which is in the front's the fresh product because, you know, rotation is something... You don't have time for it. We have to be lean concept and efficient. But anyway. Another topic for a whole other day. So. Customers always right. Customer service. Customers are just. Crazy outrageous. Especially in this kind of day. This type of market where instant. Gratification is like. At the tip of your fingertips. It is. It is something, something so astounding. Like, I can't even, I don't even, like, understand. And me personally, I'm not that kind of customer. My customers ask me, have you tried it before? No, I don't shop here. Why don't you shop here? Because I work here. I had this rule, I just don't like shopping the place I work at. I don't like giving the money right back to them. Customers asking me about like peaches and nectarines and plums. I'm like, I know they're soft fruit. I couldn't tell you like if I like it or not. I don't eat soft fruit. And I don't. True facts. 
Um, I just think it's weird, and especially like I've seen people stock stock suffer with like not gloves, and they're supposed to wash the pros afterwards. I just get I just I don't know. It's soft fruit, and it's like I don't like soft textures in my mouth. Pause. Um, probably not make any sense, but that's just how it is. But this situation, customer was asking me about white nectarines or apricots. And was going on and on about how apricots are this and this and this. And how we should put the apricots here because apricots are softer than this. Something about, like, the gas they gave off, some other bull. And I'm like, well, I put them here because that's what the planning are going to cost for. And you don't work here, so you don't so know, like... I get ethylene as a gas and it releases all this and shit like that. But since you don't work here, I have to follow what the planogram says. Thank you very fucking much. So if you're a customer like that. Or, 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 wait. I just thought of this crazy, crazy thing. If you're the customer that uses a cart and you're like walking distance from putting your cart back in the door. And you decide to leave your cart, like, on the median or some shit, or behind the car. Fuck you, though. Like, you, you literally can walk three steps. Or 15 steps to put your cart in the corral, at least. Like, or you see me getting the carts. You know, the customers do that shit. They leave them everywhere. I get the carts and put them in the corral. And I wrap them up with the corraler, whatever the word term is. The rope thing that you get the carts with. And you're going to ask me, oh, can I have one of those? No, you cannot have one of these. Get the one from inside the door because obviously these are obviously occupied. Like, you're the type, I'm going to call a management type. Like, I'm going to go tell a customer service type. Like, fuck out my face. Those were grocery, you understand, right? You do, kind of, sort of, maybe, a little bit. I don't know. That's my, like, rant about customer service and customers. Part one. You know what bothers me a lot about customers in certain stores? The feeling like they are entitled the feeling like they it's their store they belong to it we put money into this store do whatever we want case in point let me is let me start out by saying pretty much that customers you're not fucking entitled to anything um i don't know what this logic came of the customer's always right that's some fucking bullshit that shit deserves to like get thrown away with like anything that's derogatory like all lives matter police lives matter it's in the same category of that fuckboy shit but either way let me got let me tell y'all a little story that happened recently um recent employers a lady comes up she's irate 
because we left a sign of, I think it was peaches. We had peaches on the end cap, whatever, but we didn't change the sign because originally the sign there was for nectarines in a bag, but we put white peaches loose or bulk in that slot because our store manager don't even get started on that. That's a whole other situation, whole other episode that will be told. Didn't want to hold there. Uh, so we do, we had to do the please him. And eventually this took a back turn because clearly the sign there said bagged in capital fucking letters, in red letters at that. But the customer saw one ninety nine per pound or one ninety nine and took like the reactor rings that were on that end cap, played them in a, a bag, and demanded she get them for one ninety nine when per pound that the rings were two forty nine at the time. Uh so you know logic will definitely tell you if it's a bagged item in all red letters, all capitalized, that clearly it's not that item that you want. But because this certain employer, I'm not going to name the store, is like, the customer's always right. And we have to please to the customer and he to the customer. The customer got like 10 fucking nectarines, big ass nectarines, mind you, for $1.99. So she told her friend about the same deal. So it's like, you know, we have a whole situation going on about people getting like nectarines and shit free. Now, mind you, I work in a department that is so anal about their shrink content and so anal about, like, their sales and shit like that. And we're not making the sales to give people hours and our shrink is this, this, and this. You just cause yourself, like, at least $25 fucking dollars of shrink because you're basically giving away big-ass nectarines for free. And then, you know, you let one person do it. They tell their friend they're all going to fucking do it. So guess who had to fucking change the whole end cap and shit? Me. This just goes to show you that customers ain't fucking shit. And it's one of the reasons why I don't like fucking customers. I hate customers, like, with a passion. And I know that most stores' policies are the customer's right. And you got to have good customer service. And, you know, I've been told numerous times that I can't work at Walmart because my customer service is terrible. Last time I checked, I go to Walmart, I can't find a fucking employee in any aisle near me, beside me. You ask them a question, it's like, why the fuck are you asking me questions for? They, like, hide from me. They don't want to talk to you. I go to Walmart all the time. Granted, I was a cashier before myself. My ring time at Lidl was, like, a 43. They didn't bag groceries, though. Uh, I remember my time at Food Line, we actually trekked that shit. It was like a 25 item per minute, and we did bag there. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I know bagging groceries and ringing up, y'all think like it's an easy job. It, it really ain't. But you entitled fucks of customers one. Can I get my shit out of my bag? Can I have my shit in paper bags? All that type shit. Another episode of the podcast. I'm just wound up today, if you guys can't tell. But anyway, uh, what are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about, yeah, so it's pretty much like, you know, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Customers really mess pretty much ain't shit, and 
Like, it's been numerous times customers have gotten over on people repeatedly. And it's got to come to an end. I just don't agree, like, the people, too, at the the end time, but you're treating them like they're holding you now. Like, I feel like if you're a full-time employee, you're you're told that you're guaranteed for years regardless. So you can't really, like, fire us if we don't have the sales. Now, granted, you need customers to have sales, but at the same time, you're not catering to what the market demands you, what the community demands, then there's no point you just having shit there that's not going to sell for no reason, which is another story for another day when we just talk about that topic itself. But that's just one story that I had I had to share today. Retail groceries, much money, Lenny. like what you hear so far about retail grocery please share and follow the podcast the main podcast on instagram lunch hour podcast all one word you can mention lunch money lenny and instagram at lunch money lenny uh let us know what you think um comments are out open be sure to listen to the next episode we're doing episodes we're dropping them both on both podcasts on the same day same time so like what you're here please subscribe to this channel thank you